This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. BSBOT, some number. A December 2nd night, Greg and I are recording. Winter has, or winter is rather around the corner. The NHL is still not playing. Gregory, have you ever watched a show called Seinfeld? Seinfeld? What? Seinfeld? Seinfeld? It's a show, uh, I've heard a rumor, it's a show about nothing. Is that true? Wow. Is it's a, it's a meta show about nothing happening. And I'd like to welcome everybody to our edition of Seinfeld. Seinfeld, Bushwick's Breakaway, where... Two men talk about nothing for 30 minutes. And Serenity now! <laughs> it's for the rest of us. This podcast, Blue Shirts Breakaway, for the rest of us. Uh, there's nothing happening. Literally. Uh, the biggest news right now in the NHL is that Gary the Bettman. The Mets signed Trevor May. The Mets signed Trevor May. Absolutely. It, I, let's rank them, okay? A little bit of ranking. Okay. P- ranking gets clicks. I think that's how that this works, right? I think this is what websites do. So biggest things going on in the NHL currently, number one, just writing this down, is Trevor May, okay? The Mets have signed Trevor May. He's a top-tier reliever. Uh, he obviously, is, was it $15 million over two years, Greg? Yes. A pretty good deal for a, for, for a player like that. Trevor May, congratulations. Number one story in the NHL is Trevor May. Number two story is that uh, Gary Bettman came out today and said, we are not renegotiating. Well, writing in a lot of words that they are trying to renegotiate. Did I get that correct? Uh, let me let me summarize things as Please do. eloquently as we have senior writer about. for The Athletic NHL. He also covers the Vancouver Canucks, Thomas Drance, mm-hmm. a guy we haven't had on the show, but that is a mistake by us. He wrote this tweet today, Ryan. Mm-hmm. He said, quote, let's acknowledge where the NHL is at the moment. There has not been a one-way unrestricted free agent deal in the last month. There have been no trades since Canadian Thanksgiving, which was in October. There is nothing on the schedule. There are no games. There is no camp. This isn't the offseason. It's the second pause of 2020. There is literally nothing happening. And it's not like, Brian, it's <laughs> that's not an incre- like. That's an incredible quote, by the way. That, that, it, that's incredible. It really is. It, the sad part is it's all true. 
<laughs> there isn't one thing <laughs> incorrect about it. Anthony Duclair doesn't have a team. Mike Hoffman doesn't have a team. Matt Barzal doesn't have a contract. Anthony Sorelli doesn't have a contract. I don't think Pierre-Luc Dubois has a contract at this point in time. Andreas Athanasiu, Good job. also a free agent. Sure. Incredible. Truly incredible. Meanwhile, uh, everyone in baseball is either getting released today or finding a new team. The NBA, Dude, the even LiAngelo Ball pre- got a contract Preseason today. starts like next week. Yep. They, they they did their Christmas schedule. They they did their opening schedule. It starts on the 22nd. There's some sweet games coming up. Like, yep. we're going to be talking about if hockey doesn't come back. And I know we're a hockey podcast and you listen to us for the Rangers, but we got to talk about some sports. We're going to talk oh. a little NBA. We're going to talk a lot of uh, Mets, not on purpose, but on accident. And, and that's just the way it's going to be. <laughs> not on purpose. Not on purpose for you. <laughs> right. Yes, it's an accident for me. It was a, it was an accident to be here tonight. That's all. Um, and then so it's, and, <laughs> I'm just scrolling through Twitter now. Yeah. And while nothing's happening, this headline just blew me away. Go for it. Show uh, about Washington nothing. Post. Washington Post from about four hours ago. Belgians can invite guests for Christmas dinner, but only one is allowed to use the bathroom. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're gonna pause the list real quick. So just to yeah. recap, those listening at home. Trevor May in the NHL is number one. Bettman is number two, and you read a great quote from that. We'll save number three for a second and number four, which I will write down right now. But let's break down how this would work in Belgium because I think this is super important. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, the question, who gets to use the bathroom? And if you live in the home, can you use the bathroom? Now, are you you a dick if you invite somebody over for Christmas and then all of a sudden only one person is allowed to use the bathroom and then you say, hey, it's me? Okay, hold on. Out of respect for our employer, yes. let's make this New York Ranger themed. You invite over the New York Rangers. Yeah. Who's the one <laughs> Ranger that gets to use the bathroom? Thought about this because I thought we were going to do Harry Potter, but I just – I don't oh, know. Oh, we're still going to do Harry Potter, okay. but this one takes precedence right now. Okay. So um, it, it can't be Chris Kreider because – Cannot be. I don't we're know at a point now where I'm not convinced Kreider goes to the bathroom. I don't think he does. I think it just No, I think he just has like a higher level of osmosis. Correct, yes. Um, uh, I think it might have to be me because it's a bit of Jad, but no, I, but is it should it be the your sloppiest guest gets to use the bathroom? Ooh, because is everywhere else there, there there could be an accident. Bathroom. You don't want to have that happening. Yeah, like do you want to give bathroom privileges to the one person you don't trust to be able to go the night without using the bathroom, or do you want to give it to the one person who is going to treat your bathroom with the utmost respect? I think utmost. It's close though. I, I, you make a, a compelling argument. Okay, who would I be think the, for, the for me? I think I give it to the person I don't trust the most. So and the person I don't trust the God, most, right? Cool. We figured that out. So who's the yeah. person you don't trust the most? I mean, it's hard not to say Jack Johnson. Right I know, right? Just a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Just a shit show. Shut yeah, there you go. Jack Johnson gets to use the bathroom. Congratulations, John Jack Johnson, to your natural home, the bathroom. All right, um, I guess back to the list. So Trevor May won, Batman 2. Uh, then Batman said something uh, pretty interesting today, which was a, it's a non-story, but I, at least I thought it was something, and it does make the list. He said about signing this new TV deal, he wants a, he wants a broadcast that will promote him and promote the stars and promote the games. Well, then, if you said that, why the hell would you ever re-sign with NBC? You have the resume. You've seen it already. Like, what, what are you thinking? If, here's here's the thing. You shouldn't have to say that. Like, 
it's in the network's best interest to get people interested in watching that sport if they have the rights. So the network shouldn't have to be prompted into promoting its product, right? It's not like NBC shouldn't have acquired the NHL just to prevent other people from having it. While they have this product, they should care about getting the casual fan to want to watch on a Wednesday night. So it, it, the NHL shouldn't be like, hey, by the way, can you promote Connor McDavid? Part of it is the great of Connor McDavid was on the games, but you don't show him for some reason. You got it. You just, anytime you can show the, the damn Blackhawks, you got to do it, Ryan, even when they suck. It's, so it's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're doing it to yourself. Batman's a dumb-dumb. He's a dumb-dumb. Rob Manfred has been able to stay out of the headlines for three weeks, and it makes me question how stupid Gary Bettman is. But I understand that Rob Manfred is still worse. And yet, Gary Bettman says something. Gary Bettman feels the need to say something like that as if it needs to be said. Do you, do you think the NBA tells TNT, hey, guys, can you talk about LeBron James all the time? Can that be the thing you do to get new viewers in? They TNT don't. does it because they know that's what people tune in for. Absolutely. They're not dumb. The, well, smart. This is like when uh, when Shannon and Skip, they like you turn it on, and it's like, oh, they're doing MJ and LeBron again. Do you know why they do MJ and LeBron? It's because it gets it, clicks. It gets, it gets clicks. People turn it on. They want to yeah. talk about it. It's 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 something that's super important to everybody, and they feel have strong feelings. They go for it. Here's my question, and I, I, I'm looking this up right now because this is the number four story on the on my list uh, in the NHL currently. Did you happen to watch the Mike Tyson fight from over the weekend? No. Okay. No. I, I, I watched... had, doing nothing was literally better time better spent. <laughs> I watched some clips, and of course I saw the clip of Nate Robinson becoming a meme uh, in live time, where Jake Paul, the famous YouTuber, uh, pretty much snuffed him out pretty hard. Okay. Uh, now all of a sudden, the fourth biggest story in the NHL today, after Trevor May and two Batman quotes, is that Evander Kane is looking to possibly fight Jake Paul. I could not find the number here for what Jake Paul... Uh, actually made from that fight, but I'm assuming it might be more than Evander Kane's salary, which is $6 million. Now, I could be wrong. I know it says here, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fight legends made over $1 million. I feel like that's low, considering like what was, it's, it's a Mike Tyson fight first off, and what, what are like the Floyd Mayweather, like Conor McGregor fight, didn't they both, both make like $78 million or something like that? Something ridiculous. Uh, I think that's that different time, different circumstance. Probably. I just feel like it should be more. But if Evander Kane wants to, like, should you know... It, Ryan, should it be more? They're in their 50s. I guess you're right. <laughs> like, I just think Mike like Tyson... I'm, not, I'm like, not paying to see Holyfield Lennox Lewis again, either. Right. Yeah, supposedly they're doing a second one. But Evander Kane, uh, it seems like he's trying to start a beef to fight Jake Paul, which I feel like if you're the NHL an NHL team that employs Evander Kane, you can't let that happen. Like, I don't... It's also that, just, it's just a joke. I like, know. Why is this even a story? I don't know. That, Who that, cares? This is my point. This is where we are. Uh, and the uh, fifth biggest story in the NHL today is it's uh, almost Christmas. It's like 23 days away. That's nice. What? Yeah. Cool. I, 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 that's, I think we've covered everything. There's literally nothing else. Um, I, I, I don't, I'm sick of lock up, lockout talk. I'm sick of uh, the NBA rubbing how cool they are in my face and uh, everything else. I really am. I don't know what else. There's no Ranger news. There's no nothing. It's, it's a show about nothing, Greg. Which I guess brings us so to Harry, our topic. Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah, Harry Potter? Shall we? All right. Um, what's your history with Harry Potter? Because I think that's something we have to investigate here. 
my history. Yeah. I have a very good history with Harry Potter. I understand that the history is now complicated. And it is. Yeah, J.K. Rowling can't shut up. So. Yeah, there's nothing I can... When I was a child, the books are incredible. At least I thought they were incredible when I read them when I was a child. I think I'm going to say something I... blasphemous here. I think I'll get You've never read the books? I've read the first five and I stopped. The books did get... It got to a point where they were comically long. It's it. I I don't mind reading. Not I'm not the best at it. I can't really read. If you listen to this podcast, you understand that I can't do that. Um, but I it just got to a point where I was like annoyed by Harry. I was like, oh, this fifth book, I can't really take it. I know what happens. Like I live on the internet. Like I I know the stories and everything. So it's not like I'm uh, adverse to Harry Potter. I just never really fell in love the way a lot of other people did. Uh, I guess because I was like extra nerdy on like all that other magic stuff that was going on, and I was like, well, it's not hardcore enough for me. Yeah, I I enjoy the books. The movies are butt. They're terrible. I I just I accept no argument trying to defend the movies. Some of the, Goblet of Fire is literally unwatchable. It is actively bad. It's not good. I haven't really seen I, the movies either. I'm being honest. That's fine. I just my relationship with Harry Potter. I I hate. I I can't stand the people. I won't say I hate. Hate's a strong word. Hate I reserve for Phil, people in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but specifically speaking, Philadelphia sports fans, Got like it. my wife, Megan. Yes. Just like Megan. Megan. How's her kid doing? Uh, he seems fine okay. from what I understand. <laughs> um, a show about nothing, everybody. The hair that I hate the people that are, again, I, I don't want to use that word, but I'm going to, because it's a show about nothing. The rules here are made up. This is whose line is it anyway in podcast form. Right. Can the I make today's say, title like a show about a BSBOT, a show about nothing? You might as well. Yeah. You might as well. Could do that for just about everything. <laughs> True. If it wasn't for the if it wasn't for the amazing guests we get on every Monday, those shows would just be this. We got some nice uh, compliments from our, our show this week. I thought we had a very good breakdown of the financial situation. Heart, Hart's the man. Yeah. We should just give bring him on every week and be like, hey man, say something smart again. Killed and he it. probably would. And we have some fun guests uh, coming up, so everyone stay tuned. Anyway, the people who say the books are so much better, uh, just wipe the poop off your face. I don't know who's I don't know whose butt you're sniffing. Like I, I don't need to be that person. There's only At the same time, the books are so much better. The movies are atrocious. They should have made it like a fucking TV show. Because you just can't those books are so long, you just you can't cram everything in. I think there's only a couple like movies that were books, obviously. A lot of a lot of movies are books. But like what, Fight Club is like one of the famous ones where like probably the movie's better than the book. There's very few. There's very yeah, few better like, than the book. I've never read The Shining, but it will be hard for the book to top my love of the movie. Yeah, I think that's um, that's an appropriate take too. Yeah, I I do like, think some of it think, is just what I think you Fast and Furious, digest first. The movie's probably better than the book. The Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise. Yeah, I think those are graphic novels. Those aren't books. Got it. Got it. Okay, I didn't know uh, they existed. I was just going for it. it fair. Uh, Best which, movie franchise in history, by Which the way. brings us to our sorting hat of sorts. I don't have a, oh. a, a roster in front of me, but I figure this is uh, kind of how we would do we'll it. Pull up, we'll pull up Cap Friendly. Okay. Uh, let me know where you'd like to start. I'll let you You want to just start at the top of Cap Friendly like we did with uh, One Good Thing, One Bad Thing? Okay. I can go to Cap Friendly also, and I will type softly. Uh, I'll probably just call my phone. Okay. Give me one second. A show about nothing, everybody. You want, me to go, you want me to go first since I have it open? Absolutely. Please do. I mean, you don't need it open. I can just run down the names. I'm, I'm closing my can... phone. You run it. Uh, 
Artemi Panarin, Ryan. All right, I thought Me about personally, this personally. That guy's just he's he's Gryffindor. He's Harry Potter. Really? Because I have him hardcore Slytherin. What? Yeah, I have I have wow. Artemi Panarin as a hard. He's a trickster. He's definitely witty and confident. Uh, uh, you know, trick tricksters. Ex- Harry Potter wasn't like a straight laced motherfucker. I know he's a little bit of a bad boy himself, but I I think <laughs> I think Artemi Panarin uh, is a Slytherin boy from my side. I'm gonna make the teams too. So Artemi here. All right, Artemi, because we had we got to have the Quidditch Cup at the end here, Greg. Of course, Artemi. I, I, that's true. <laughs> uh, I have a curveball for you though with the next one. Okay. Chris Kreider. Yes. Is the just the professor of dark arts that he's. <laughs> He's he's not in a house. He's he's a straight up professor, and you're spending the entire book trying to figure out if Chris Kreider is the good guy or the bad guy. And even at the end of the book, you're like, I have no fucking idea. But he's not going to be in the next book. That is fuck. That's good. I'm upset because that's real good. All right, I agree with you. Uh, I have nothing else to add. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Move on. That's Mika Zibanejad. I'm gonna go. Oh no, I'm going Hufflepuff. Really? They got. They got. Yeah. Mika, Mika's not – he's not here for Actually, didn't I a say serious that, time. He's here for a good time. Let me go ahead and uh, lean towards my wife here. Did I say that Mika's a bit of a was Hufflepuff while we are making dinner? Hufflepuff. Okay, cool. Yes. I, okay, never mind. So I take it back. I agree with you. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> two for two on Mika's Benajed. That's a Hufflepuff-looking motherfucker. That's a, that, it's, it's the quiet type listens to music. Hufflepuff. There you go. So our Tammy is yeah, Slytherin. He's, and... he's, here, he's, here, he's here for a party, and I feel like Hufflepuff's the, hardy, the party house. Yeah, let's take a quick break before we get back to all this. I know everyone's super excited listening to this podcast. Stay tuned. We're back. Okay, we did. Uh, we did. Chris Kreider, Dark Arts, Artemia Panarin, Slytherin, and, and Hufflepuff, Mika's Benedict. Let's keep keep going through here. Ryan Strom. Strom is a tough one. I feel like he's a Ravenclaw boy. You could yeah, make a case for Gri- for Gryffindor, but I think he's a Ravenclaw boy. Seems like a little bit. Of, he's he's out there. You know what I mean? He's definitely uh, a little eccentric, and I think that's kind of what Ravenclaw is. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'm not going to argue it. Cool. Pavel Buchnevich. Oh, this is Gryffindor. Tough. He's a Gryffindor. He's, yeah, he's, he's Neville Longbottom. <laughs> yeah, he is. He kind of is. And he, he's grown into such a beautiful boy. Has the, some weird quirks, but he's definitely Gryffindor. Hey, I got to tell you, so far we, we, we have one in each class. That's pretty good sorting hat material. Chris We're Kreider doing teaching. good. Well, we, disag- we disagreed on Panarin. So. That's true. Sorry. I, I have one in each class. I'm going by my list. I'm writing it down. Uh, and we also have a professor, which is wonderful. Which is nice. Dark Arts is Mr. Chris Kreider. Uh, Bre- Brendan Lemieux is straight up Slytherin. Right? Has to be. Yeah. But he's not He's not like a fun Slytherin. Like, he's a goon. Yeah. He, he doesn't. He's, he's, one, he's of one of Malfoy's guys. bodyguards. That's he, exactly he the fun. who I was thinking about. Yeah. He's just, he's he's a pleb. He that, that's what Brendan Lemieux is. Agreed. I'm guessing you're putting Capococco and Gryffindor. I think you could make a case Capococco is Hufflepuff. I think you could make a strong case. I I'll, 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 I'll say this. I want to. I would say Capo is Hufflepuff because Lafreniere is definitely Gryffindor. I agree wholeheartedly. Capo is definitely Hufflepuff. He's a quiet boy. He's a lord and savior. Religious. He doesn't. He doesn't want. He doesn't want the limelight. He wants to dominate. He wants to be his team's seeker. Right. But he understands that if he went to Gryffindor. He'd probably have to play a secondary role. Correct. And Lafreniere is 100% Gryffindor. No doubt about it. I can't argue with you. We are really in sync tonight, you know? Just a show about (laughs) nothing. We're all on the same page with our sorting hat material with no prep. Real good shit. Keep going. Uh, Philip Heedle, I'm going Hufflepuff. I think he 
I think, uh, man, it's a toss-up for me. I could flip a coin. I could see him Ravenclaw, and I could see him Hufflepuff. I watched I watched that video of him trying to run with a little parachute on him, mm-hmm. and that video screamed Hufflepuff to me. Man, I really like this team Hufflepuff. I'm really liking it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Mika, Capo, and Heedle in Hufflepuff. Strom Malone and Ravenclaw. All right. Julian Gauthier is Ravenclaw to his core. There's no fucking doubt about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was writing Ravenclaw as you said Gochi. I was like, okay, here we go. This is it. Uh, Brett Howden is it, a man is, rocket who can get it. I think that's correct. Um, Which means he's Gryffindor. I think so. I think Howden is in Gryffindor. He's not Actually, you know what? About. No, no, no. Howden, Howden goes to that other school that the Bulgarian striker goes to. The, out, the outdoor school? <laughs> yeah. He, he's, he's like... He's in a different school. He didn't get in the Hogwarts. Okay. He went. Got, he got sent somewhere else. I gotta, I'm writing this down. Howden is in the outside school. Okay. Not bad. So Chris Kreider's teacher. Kreider teacher. Okay. Uh, Kevin Rooney is on the list. Uh, you know what? We're skipping Kevin Rooney yeah. and Colin Blackwell. They're, those both those guys are muggles. They yeah. they're just humans. They didn't make it. They tried to jump yeah. through the platform and they hit a wall. That was it. They're just, they're they're straight up humans. Yep. They they don't. They don't know about Hogwarts. It doesn't exist to them. Yeah. Those guys get to it's, hang it's out. It's Hockey Wars, by the way. This is what we're doing. It's uh, Oh, Hockey Wars. Hockey Look Wars. At you. Yeah. I'm just, you know, just a content creator. No big. All right. Uh, <laughs> Phil, Phil DiGiuseppe. Ooh. I think he's a Ravenclaw. Yeah, he's a Ravenclaw. Okay. Yeah. I'm starting <laughs> to think we're just putting the guys we don't have actual opinions on in Ravenclaw. <laughs> hey, we like Ryan Strom. Relax. He's been on the show. I said what I said. Okay. All right. Uh, Jacob Truba. It's still funny that we could say that he's on the show. Jacob Truba, 100% Gryffindor. Like, no, yes. like his dog. Like, he has an anime poster of himself on his wall, and that's exactly it. Truba. Okay. Truba, Truba's Gryffindor, no doubt. Anthony D'Angelo? I think you could make a case Truba. here. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could make a case here. For him being what? Voldemort? I'm kidding. <laughs> Guys, I'm kidding. Every, I'm he's kidding. joking. Stop one star I'm bombarding kidding. us. Jesus, I'm it's a kidding. show about well, I meant to say Tom Riddle, yeah, all right? Okay. That's what I meant to Come say. Come on, guys. Um, uh, I think it's too easy to put him in Slytherin. I really do. I think, I think that's true. I think he actually but I has to go to Ravenclaw with he, his boy Ryan Strom. I don't think – but I Slytherin's like the home of shit-talking. It is, and he does and love who, shit-talking. Who talks more shit than Anthony D'Angelo? You know what? I'm trying to avoid a stereotype, but sometimes you just can't. Tony, welcome to Slytherin. It's, it, sometimes you just, it, like, you just can't. You just can't. You just can't. You just can't. How about Brendan it? Smith, your your boy? I, I I think Brendan Smith is a Hufflepuff boy. I really do. He's got the. I think he's kind of quiet and he takes care of the kids. You know. I think uh, Brendan Smith again, not actually a student. He's what's that guy's name? The guy who That's turned into a werewolf every night oh, or when uh, it's full moon? Not Sidious Black. Lupus. Lupin? Yeah, Lupin. Lupin? Lupus. It's Lupus, Greg. Uh, yes, no, Lupin. Uh, I, I like yeah. Lupin a lot. Yeah, because he could be a human, and he's a fine human. Mm-hmm. He could also be a werewolf, and he's a passable werewolf. All right, so, so – That's Brennan Smith. So Brennan Smith is, is part, of the, part of the staff with Chris Kreider. I kind of like this. <laughs> so Smith and Kreider are part of the teaching staff. Okay, I have that. All right, good. Uh, Jack Jack Johnson's the the janitor. Yeah, he's I don't remember what the janitor's name is, but he's the janitor. Janitor, okay. 
Ryan Ryan Lindgren. That's oh, a Hufflepuff guy. I think Ryan Lindgren's Lind- a Hufflepuff guy for sure. Yeah. He's he's like the goalie too. He's just gonna take things to the face. Uh, yeah, he's taking the snitch to right to the face. Yeah. Adam Fox. As a Gryffindor boy. I uh, see. I think Adam Fox is a Slytherin guy. Do you? Not all Slytherin guys have to be bad guys. Mm, he does have a Slytherin face. Did you really <laughs> think about it? <laughs> don't, yeah. don't look too far into that, everybody. You know, when uh, next week when we're doing um, Marvel which characters, are the adventure <laughs> players from our Hunger Game crossover? <laughs> But the, he's like that district. What was it? District two, which is the rich district. I didn't where watch any Hunter actually games, volunteer. Sorry. Yeah. He looks like a dude that would volunteer for tribute is what I'm saying. You can, and okay. people that people that volunteer for tribute without trying to save a family member belong in a Slytherin house. You know what? I'll put Fox in my Slytherin house because that makes it almost complete. That makes it our Temi, Lemieux, Tony, and Fox. I like that team. That's nice. Spot. So what you need to do in the next week is watch the Hunger Game movies mm-hmm. because we're gonna we're gonna get to the point. Can Ryan, we just do Marvel we next week? That. You have to. It's so easy. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Sorry, um, everybody. We're we're up to the final final two here, right? Oh, this we're is cruising tough. through this. I mean, we gotta have. I, I gotta be honest. One has to go to Gryffindor. One has to go in Ravenclaw. So, well, Igor Shosturkin's going to Gryffindor. There you go. Igor is. And this actually might. And work I out. got news for you. Before you even said he had to go there, yeah. I was putting Georgiev in Ravenclaw. This is amazing because we have teams. They're all even. Uh huh. Here we are. I wow. Took, I took Artemi and I put him in Slytherin. Okay, sorry. I know you had him in Gryffindor, but uh, Georgie. I just like that. <laughs> so Slytherin's winning, right? It's it's free stacked. Uh, just to go over the team, <laughs> the teams for our, our uh, Blue Shirts Breakaway Quidditch tournament. Uh, Slytherin is Artemi Panarin, Brendan Lemieux, Tony D'Angelo, and Adam Fox. Okay, cool. Uh, that's a nice squad. Gryffindor, Buchnevich, Lafreniere, Truba, and Igor. Also a good squad. Ravenclaw, not so much. It's Stro- <laughs> Strom, Gauthier, uh, Di Giuseppe, and Georgiev. That's definitely a big fat loss. And then... Hufflepuff coming up the rear here with Mika Zabinajad, Capocacco, Heedle, uh, and Lindgren. Uh, I think Slytherin and and Gryffindor absolutely going to be the final here, right? I mean, if I have Ooh, the, disrespect I, the Hufflepuff, I have the tournament bracket here, uh, and it says in the first round, <laughs> Gryffindor and Ravenclaw play, and I think Gryffindor definitely beats them out, uh, and it's not even close, really. Yeah. Uh, I I think Ravenclaw's pesky. I think Phil DiGiuseppe as Seeker yeah. is a little bit like that fucking guy. His we four, should beat this fucking guy, but he's making four, life hard for us. Four checks a little good, huh? Hmm. All yeah, right. He's, he's feisty. Snitch, he's snitch feisty. Check. And Julian Goche is just the brick shit house. That's you, true. You try you try getting past Julian Goche and tell me how it's he's a, feel. a bruiser is the term, right? I believe. I think that's a. I think that's a word. I think it's a. I, I agree with you. I think, believe it's a word. I still think it ends up being Gryffindor um, beating out Ravenclaw in my little bracket here. Um, uh huh. And then that brings us to Slytherin Hufflepuff. Is this is tough? Because Abinadab as a seeker is quite fast, um, but he has to go up against Artemi Panarin, a person he's used to playing with. Brandon Lemieux uh, bringing grit, drawing penalties, and getting man advantages. Tony talking a lot of shit, and Fox just so solid here. I think if Coppa was later in his snitch career here, uh, we could really see a good match, but I think Slytherin has the uh, long-term advantage in, in the veterans, the veteran category here. Uh, it's hard to argue. Hufflepuff's here for a good time, not a long time. So. Yeah, which brings us to our finals, um, which, of course, as you know, is Gryffindor and Slytherin. I really, got news for you, Ryan. I think, I think Slytherin takes the, I, takes the cup this I year. agree, and I want to say congratulations to our Tabby Panarin, Brandon Lemieux, Tony D'Angelo, and Adam Fox for winning our first annual... <laughs> Hockey Awards Quidditch Tournament. 
it was a good game for everybody. I thought everyone played very well. But Artemi Panarin, a dominant seeker uh, for the Slytherins. Even though he's been tra traded from Gryffindor, you hate to see that when you trade somebody and they beat you in the finals. It's really I tough. do. I just want to. I want to point out again. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Brett Howden, who's playing at the Bulgarian Wizards School. Yeah, good for him. He's really trying to uh, bring it back up to. The, and Chris Kreider. <laughs> Chris Kreider, our professor of dark arts. <laughs> See you Phenomenal next year, job maybe? by Chris. Yeah. Uh, shout out to our two muggles, Kevin Rooney and uh -huh. Colin Blackwell. Yep. And, and then uh, Jack Johnson, our lonely custodian. And then uh, Davidson is our Dumbledore, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. And Jeff Gordon is our David or Snape, I think. I don't know. Well, who, who, who's David? Who's no Snape? We we haven't decided if Kreider himself could be Snape. Oh, that's true. That's true. You're right. Gordon, Gordon probably Gordon's the dude that's running Gringotts. <laughs> He's the banker. I I think that's correct. Um, uh, does that make David Quinn like serious black? I, ooh, I really like Sirius some people. Black, some though. people hate him, but Does they might hate really him for misguided Sirius reasons. Black? I don't think so. He's like the best character in Harry Potter. Well, the people in Harry, the, there are people in the world of Harry okay. Potter that don't like Sirius that's, Black. That's true. I like threw the book when the Sirius Black shit went down. I was like, I hate wow. this. I was very upset. <laughs> he was, Is that why you stopped reading? I no, he, I read two more books, but I was like, I miss Sirius Black. I hate this book. Um, <laughs> that's how that went. Uh, uh wh why is Ryan Spooner Hagrid? Why is Ryan Spooner Hagrid? He's not. He can't be. Who's Ryan Hagrid? Sp it's not Ryan Spooner. Have, is it Dan Girardi? Oh yeah, big time. Dan Girardi's Hagrid. Dan Girardi set this whole thing in motion. Just like Hagrid. You think Hagrid set the whole thing in motion? The, uh, Harry Potter is really a story about Hagrid. I don't think so. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Uh, uh, who's who? Who do you think is Mad Eye Moody? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, John Giannone. <laughs> All right. I think, I think that is the most genuine reaction I've ever had on this podcast. Anything you ever said. <laughs> I think uh, that's <laughs> we can't say anything else. So uh, yeah, no, I I don't wanna, I don't yep. wanna. That was the perfect end note. Turn. Unless you want to talk, Trevor no, May, my no, guy. I think we're good. Hey, listen, thanks for listening to a podcast on nothing. <laughs> uh, there's probably like six of you listening, and I don't blame you. Appreciate it. Love you guys oh so God. much. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Orion Meat. Follow Greg at Boosters Break. We'll be back next week breaking down uh, the Rangers as Marvel characters. And the week after, we'll be going deep into our New York Ranger D&D campaign as we start as hockey's canceled. Uh, I'll be DMing and Greg, and we'll have Greg and Fitz on, and we'll start our campaign. So there you go. Okay. Tune in, everybody. We'll be back. Love you guys. Bye. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Granger for the ones who get it done.